War has come to Kryn, a war building for centuries as dragons and gods drift into myth and legend. This is the war that will bring an end to it all, or restore what was lost for good. Welcome to Dragonlands, the Thorns of War. My name is Jet, and I'm playing Saria, and Saria is a high elf wizard. I'm Doug, I'm a human rogue by the name of Zeroth Harkonnen. I'm Esther, and I play Rowena Rotherwood, ranger. I'm Jim's friend, I'm playing a cleric named Jempleton. Hello, my name is Zatrapas, and I am playing Griffith Uthlager, Salamnic Knight of the Soul. You fully embrace the test of high sorceries challenge by refusing your opportunity to rest, recover, and study. Instead, you follow the southern road to the choking fog. The mist smells strong of copper and salt. Gnarled trees, tree limbs hang over the road, taking the appearance of skeletal arms beckoning you to leave the path. The way forward is rocky and uneven, but you boldly stay the course, knowing that you're growing, growing closer to achieving your goal to become a true mage. Eventually, the path leads you underground. The mist dissipates, and you find yourself standing upon a small, soggy dock within a sea cove. At the end of the dock, a wooden slope, uh, a, a wooden sloop sailing the uh, the flag of a crimson moon of the crimson moon Lunatari rocks back and forth against the choppy wave. On the side, the name. The night candle has been painted in red calligraphy that glows slightly with arcane light. Outside the cove, a thunderstorm approaches, and rainwater causes the water level to climb and spill over the dock. The back, at the back of the cover, away from the ship, you can see a subterranean tunnel lit by green phosphorus fungi. The tunnel seems to slope slightly upward, away from the rising sea. Do you want to go to the ship, try to sail it, or swim up to the subterranean tunnel. I will go to the ship and try to sail it. The floodwaters continue to rise in the cove as you scamper up the gangplank and pull it up uh, up onto the ship's deck. Suddenly, the captain's door flies open and a large, wild, bearded man stumbles out on the deck wearing st- uh, stained naval robes and a matching tricone hat. He waves a bottle of rum wildly around this, the air. As he rumbles loudly towards you. Oi, this ain't your mother's storm, you s- slow-legged land pup. I'll take the helm, and you band the sails like your life depend on it. Cause mark my words, pup, it does. Sea witch be hungry tonight. This, uh, the scappy old Zeboam will gobble up your bones whole if you be short-witted. We got, your way, uh, we got a ways to go where air hope to sleep beneath the red moon again. The sheep. The ship captain uh, chugs the rest of his rum and throws the empty bottle carelessly overboard. You hurry to take up the sails and follow the captain's barked orders as well as you can. Soon enough, the two of you take the night candle out into the midst of the most vicious storm you have ever witnessed. Its wrath tosses you 
uh, tosses the ship like a toy. The thunder roars in elemental fury. The captain roars defiantly back as he steers you toward a distant, beckoning mist of silver fog. So he's out there yelling. He's like, uh, ah, quit your whining. I've faced worse than this. Oh, I'm not feeling very well. And uh, just as what it seems like uh, your fearless captain's every bitch uh, bit the match for the storm, swirling funnels of water rise like columns from the churning ocean and batter your ship. One of the funnels floods the foredeck, washing the captain away from the helm and toward the frothing sea. Unmanned, the ship's helm begins to spin in wild circles, forcing your course in the wrong direction. Uh, well, I'm going to go grab it so that we can maybe get back on the right direction. Am I able to navigate the ship? You want to grab the wheel? Yeah. Okay. You turn your back on the captain and slide across the wooden deck, try to reach this, the spinning helm. Um, hey, spineless yellow water knave. You've not seen the last of lucky captain. Ah! The captain's bellows out uh, as... Uh, in the fury of the storm as he's pulled overboard. Just before you get to the helm, a lightning bolt splits the sky wide open and another giant wave comes crashing directly towards you. Give me a deck saving throw as the water cr- comes on uh, at you. Your goal is 13. That was a three. That was a three. Yep. Okay, you want to take it? You want to take it? So instead of using a destiny point to automatically succeed, I will use my inspiration to re-roll it and try my luck that way. All right. Uh, oh, and I got an eight. So not The waves crash down on you and take five bludgeoning damage. After pulling yourself up, you finally reach the helm and steady the night uh, candle's course, directing the, va- uh, the vessel toward the wall of dark silvery fog. All right. And am I back on the ship or am I in the water? You're still on the ship. Okay. A long, a long tongue comes out of the water covered in acidic works and hits you. You dealing you three acid damage and sticking like glue to your body. The tongue quickly retracts, dragging you across the ship's deck toward the sea. Give me a strength saving throw. It is a DC 16. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Holy shit, I got a 16. Does that mean... Does, does that mean... You got it, does yeah. Does save? Yeah. That is a save. <laughs> you tear yourself free from the tongue, causing several warts to explode with sizzling yellow acid. For a few moments over the ship's deck, you see the vast maw of a massive sea monster resembling a cross between a giant frog and a dragon with small wings. The amphi-dragon uh, croaks its annoyance, swallows storm water, and slowly sinks beneath the frothing wave. Several minutes later, the night candle leaves behind the screaming sword, uh, storm and sails into thick silvery fog beyond. Well, that was fun. I'm, uh, I'm going to cast False Life. Okay. Um, that's... Hold on. I rolled an 11. Let me just make sure what I'm doing with this. <laughs> um, that's temporary hit points. So right. mm-hmm. there we go. And then I have this ability, um, this arcane ward. Uh, when I 
cast an abjuration spell. I also create a magical ward that lasts until I finish a long rest. Uh, The ward has 13 max HP. And so it basically, it works as additional temporary hit points. Nice. And I get to use that once per long rest. So that plus arcane recovery. So I've used both of those now. Excellent. All right. Loading. It's the loading screen. Dragon Lance loading, loading screen. The storm quells as you go into the fog. And you know you're moving forward by just the lapping of water on the sides of the ship. And soon, before you see anything, because the fog is everywhere, you crunch onto land. You get down onto a beach. Oh, go ahead. If you don't want to get down. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, crawl off the boat and look around, but go ahead. (laughs) On the beach, you stand before tall, uh, broad double doors crafted from crimson metal. Strange runes carved along its outside filled the area with cold white light, similar to the light that you saw in the Hall of Mages. When you turn around, you're no longer on the beach at all. You find yourself at one end of a narrow bone littered dungeon corridor. On the other end of the hallway is a dead end. You turn back to the arcane door again. As they often do, the only way out is through. As they often say, sorry, as they often say, the only way out is through. The door features no handle. However, at waist height, you spot a hand-shaped hole through the door. You see only magical darkness through the hole into the next room. Um. Well, I will look around on the ground. Um... I'm going to investigate the whole corridor, but from the vision I had before, I also imagine what I'm looking for is a skeletal hand that fits the hole. Absolutely. Uh, roll uh, roll either investigation or perception and roll with advantage. Okay. So that's a 26 or yeah. a nat one. It. So <laughs> No, we're going to go with the nat one. We'll go with the 26. <laughs> Yeah, no, magical darkness looks different from regular darkness, and that's more sparkly. Absolutely. Obviously. Obviously. You you look around and like you I okay, I've seen this before. And you grab the the uh the arm of of a skeleton and like you put your put your heel on the shoulder, you know, and <laughs> crack it up. Yeah. And then uh, No respect for the dead at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, you, you stick it, the hand in, and as soon as you do, these hidden needles snap into place, uh, shattering the bone. With uh, when the needles withdraw, the skeletal hand falls into splintered pieces, and the double door's cold white light turns purple. Both sides of the double door slide into the wall, revealing what waits uh, in the darkness. You remember what you saw. What did I see? Do you remember what you saw? Do I? Yes. When um, the doors open. Well, I thought you didn't tell me. I thought it like I like turned no, 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 away you, you in the see... vision. Yeah, I was asking what what did you do in the vision? Do you remember? Oh, um, didn't I like turn around and run away? Yes. Okay. Are you gonna do Are you gonna do the same thing? No. Okay. 
No. <laughs> You're not going to run away? No. no, I'm not going to run away. Okay. Through the open door, dim light reveals a corridor beyond. Something from the other side uh, slimes through the doorway an inch from touching you. The creature looks uh, looks like a, a nearly transparent cube make of, made of acidic ooze. Several, several jiggling skeletons and the shoddy remains of a spellbook's cover float trapped within the creature's gelatinous form. Make a deck saving throw. Definitely should have run away. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> 18. 18. Okay. Um, as the uh, as the the thing engulfs you, you're able to kind of push off and you sail through the uh, through the ooze and out through the other side, scrambling to your feet as you stumble down the other side of the hallway. Um, eventually, you come to a set of scorched stairs. You get to the top of the stairway and you open the door, and all of a sudden, you're in this breathtaking clearing, uh, uh, midst an idyllic forest, on the edge of a misty lake. There's this is not like Wayrith at all. Like this is green and lush and warm and it's um, nice. On, on the bank there, there's an old gold dragon resting its gargantuan head upon a... All around the dragon lies its treasure, uh, its great treasure hoard. Sparkling collection of gold, pearls, and unusual items. A beard of drip, drooping whiskers frames the gold dragon's reptilian face. His eyes are open, glinting with golden light as they curiously watch you. There is an unmistakable keen cunning in the dragon's otherworldly gaze. When the magnificent creature shifts upon its hoard, its body body unravels with serpentine grace, causing bright moonlight to reflect off its uh, its scales and dance in the night sky. Do not even think about stealing from my hoard, small one. I may be very old that I have forgotten my name, but be sure that I enchant every gift I receive. Their ward's magic is far more powerful than you are ready to contend with. So, let me have a look at you. Send me another would-be mage, hmm? What sort of mage will you be, I wonder? Let's find out. I will offer you the choice of three treasures, but know this, these treasures are not gifts. And so they each come with a price that I will not share with you until you choose. Everybody and their prices. (laughs) Oh, you will find that is the way with magic. But you should already know that, I would hope. Three small vials float out from the horde and hover before you. The the dragon bellows again, small burst of fire flaring from its nostrils. One potion that allows your spells to heal others. Another that causes your spells to whack foes with terrible pain, and a third to let you see the flaws in any foe, no matter how great. One of these is yours to take. See the flaws in any... what? Any foe, no matter how great. Oh, in any foe. Um, I will take the third one. Uh, the... the to, Law, to see the flaws? Seeing flaws. Mm-hmm. Alright, put a uh, potion of insightful instinct. Ooh. 
you reach out and take the take the round red vial. The gold dragon tilts its reptilian head from one side, considers you for a long time. Finally, he breaks the silence with a booming laugh that shakes the earth. A true mage you are then, always seeking knowledge above power. I can respect that. A word of wisdom. Do not be too stingy with that treasure. You may need it soon enough. Now for the price. Your cost is this. You always share the secrets you unearth with others who deserve to know the truth. As the dragon rumbles, you realize they're casting a spell on you. You uh, you can make a saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. It's going to be a big one. Okay. <laughs> it is a DC 22. Okay. Magical dark darkness is glossy, but regular darkness is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that earlier. Yeah. A little behind on chat, but that was that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. What's what's the okay? Wisdom save. I don't think I made it. A sixteen. 22? No. <laughs> Do you um, want to take? I would. I will. I will burn a destiny point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. He. Uh. He. He laughs. Uh. At. at at the resisting and it's like a very well very well young one it's time for me to rest you will need your rest for what is to come too but not here you will find no reprieve in a dragon's hoard he smiles at you and nods and then lays back down on his gold I appreciate it um can I name you since you don't remember your name what would you name me then um can I name you Sparky? <laughs> With that, he blows uh, a little fire out of his nostrils. It says, for you, small one, you may call me Sparky anytime you wish. Thank you, Sparky. <laughs> All right, what is this potion that I took? It will reveal... Um, uh, All right, so um, clear liquid... Uh, when you drink this potion, you gain insight of the true nature of creatures you can see. You instinctively know their creature type, any weakness they have, and damage, vulnerabilities, resistances, and immunities. The potion's effect will last one hour. Okay. For some reason, I was having a hard time getting it added to my inventory, so I just wrote it down. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, wait, I will say goodbye to Sparky. You, um, you find yourself as you go forward atop the same wild hillside that you did earlier you know that it wasn't that long ago that you were here but uh, that you looked down each of the four roads and made a choice but now under the light of Sol Solinari and Lunatari there's no similar choice offered to you all roads twist and rejoin leading to the same path weary from your gauntlet of sorcerer's tests you travel onward, hoping to find some reprieve before you face the final test. Whether your previous decision not to stop and rest when you had an opportunity to prove brave or foolish, the road onward leads you somewhere else entirely this time. It climbs higher and higher to a picturesque peak on an adjacent hill that surveys the land below it. You observe only ruin below, as far as the eye can see. The seaside village is a scorched ruin. The nearby forest turned to a plain of ashes. 
and where your childhood home once stood remains uh, only remains a blackened husk of a building. Here at last you find a sturdy rock wall to shield you from the elements and an old stone fire pit that likely hasn't been used for ages. You make do, studying and preparing for the trial to come, high above the ruins of the world below. Despite the harshness of the stone, when you finally rest, it is perhaps the most comfortable night that you can remember in quite some time. Go ahead and take a long rest. Regain one spent destiny point. Oh, nice. And as you finish your meditation, a silvery mist begins to rise from the ground. It envelops you completely. Feeling both cold and hot against your skin, you realize that it is time. You've heard the stories. You know what the final test is. It is a duel, and it is time for yours. The fog wraps around you like a silvery blanket. The rest of the world fades away. Through that fog, a man appears, wearing robes as black as midnight, his eyes hidden beneath a deep hood. He is tall and slender, with long, iron-gray pointed beard. Despite his apparent age, his shoulders are broad, and he looks fit and athletic. He floats to you, his feet never moving. Deep cold radiates from his body. The mysterious mage speaks with quiet, articulate bass. It would be petty for me to stand in your way of pursuing the folly of joining the Conclave's cult of sycophants. And yet, you have simultaneously stoked my ire and piqued my interest. You recognize this mage's voice. It was the one that spoke to you from the black portrait before you began your test. When he draws back his hood, you find yourself paralyzed, locked lost in inky blackness of his eyes. I, Fistandantilus, have sailed the river of time and explored its bountiful tributaries. I know what was, what is, and what is not yet. And still, I know nothing of you. Not a glimpse of your future, not a glean of your genesis. Why is it that you are hidden from me? As he speaks, his steady voice wavering through the suppressed anger, this Dandantilus draws a gemstone amulet set in silver from beneath his robe and holds it in one hand. The gem is oval, green in color, with flecks of crimson swirling from within. He holds the gemstone close to your chest, trying hard to press it to you. When he cannot, he hisses in frustration, which draws the amulet and turns back into his robe. A ripple in the river. That is all you are. An impertinent mirage without substance and meaning. An anomaly. Soon you'll be another sacrifice to feed the Conclave's pride. You are merely more wood for the fire. He's gone. And after a minute, you're able to use use your limbs again. The mist begins to dissipate. You steal yourself for the final test. A duel against a foe more powerful than you are. You have enough time to make any last-minute preparations before departing the fog to reveal the final ordeal. For the third time, I will cast Mage Armor. Okay. Loading Uh, screen. It's the loading screen. It's the loading screen. The moon. uh, The the moon of Lunatari's gleaming light shines upon an endless labyrinth of high, smooth marble walls. You find yourself at the center of that labyrinth in a crumbling marble chamber, which exits leading into three different directions. From there, past twists 
infinitely outward. Behind you, you hear the cruel, familiar laughter. When you turn around, you see Presley. What are you doing here, Presley? (laughs) He drags behind him a massive axe, which scrapes against the marble ground. He laughs like, so you want to be a mage, poor scrawny little sop. Came all this way just to embarrass yourself. I told you that my laugh would be the last thing that you hear before you die. He does begin to laugh as you watch as his body begins to contort wildly. His mus- muscles bulge. His height stretches upward. The dark brown fur grows from his pores. His nose flattens and the nostrils flare. Two twisting horns crack through his skull, rise above his head. The minotaur grins, his square teeth glinting in the moonlight. It lifts his giant axe from the ground with ease, raises the other hand towards you, lightning dancing between its furry fingers. Let's roll initiative. All right, I rolled a 20. Okay. Um, you, it is it is your go. You are up first. Okay. Well, in that case, I will start with Magic Missile. All right. Excellent. Um, I have to roll it multiple times. Yeah. Cast it first level or second? I am casting it at first level to start. So the first roll was a five. Um, and I'll just roll it two more times. So that's a two. And for the third roll, that is a three. Okay, so 10 total? Yes. All right. Okay. Um, as uh, as the um, the magic missiles hit him, he, uh, he, he laughs and then turns invisible. And you can hear... Mm. You can hear him. I pulled up the wrong character sheet. Uh, you, you can hear him uh, hurrying down the corridor, but in what direction you're not real sure. Okay. So there's three openings. You said three directions. Yeah. Um, so, and we're not going to keep track of the map, uh, the the maze here. Um, mm-hmm. If if you do a, a wisdom check, uh, then then you'll uh, there's a good chance you can you can follow okay um yeah I'll do that uh just straight wisdom uh a survival sorry that might be straight okay. wisdom for you I'm not sure yeah yeah ooh 18 18 okay yeah like um there's a there's a crunching of 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 you know boot on on stone in one direction and you and you hurry uh hurry that way um since he uh since he realizes that he that you found him he turns around uh suddenly becoming visible and um and swings with his axe okay um i'm guessing a 21 is going to hit you uh yes (laughs) Okay, the axe just cuts into you um, as you take 10 slashing da- uh, damage, and it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to cast Blade Ward, um, so until... Actually, that only lasts one turn. Ugh. I'm not going to do that. Never mind. What I'm going to do instead 
is to cast Ice Knife. And that is a 24 to hit. 24 will definitely hit. Okay, and he will take nine piercing damage. Okay, um, uh, you see his his fingertips uh, crackle with lightning as he pushes his hand forward, and uh, uh, a, a a bolt of lightning shoots uh, forward at you. Give me a deck save. DC is fourteen. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. You um, uh, you sidestep it, and the the. The, the lightning bolt just uh, passes harmlessly away, but as you turn back, he goes invisible again. Let's do a wisdom check to see yeah. if you can follow him. Ah, that was a two. So, okay. lost him. All right, you stumble down one of the paths, and um, you hear a as you as you're going and you look down and you realize that you have stepped onto an immobilizing uh, rune. Um, DC 13 charisma saving throw. Charisma save. Oh my damn. That, I rolled a 12. I'm going to use one of my destiny points because that's, that's okay. frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you... As, as the spell tries to take hold, you're able to just with force of will push it, uh, push it down. Um, and uh, you, uh, the, uh, you look up and the Minotaur is in front of you. It's going to do a charge. Anyway, hold on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, 16 to hit. Uh, yes, but I'm going to cast shield, which will give me an plus five bonus to my AC, so that will force that to miss. Okay, just as as he's just coming at you, horns, uh, your head down, horns uh, forward, uh, you ha- just, just barely have time to throw your hand forward, and the horns clatter against this uh, this this magical shield uh, with such a force that you even have to take a step back just to uh, just to keep him there, but you are able to uh, to hold him back. What are you doing? I am casting mirror image. So three illusory duplicates of myself appear. Um, the spell lasts for one minute, and until the spell ends, these duplicates will uh, mimic my actions and shift position so that it is impossible to track which of me is real. Um, each time a creature targets me with an attack, uh, they must roll a d20 to determine whether or not the attack hits one of the duplicates. Um, they must roll a... Let's see. If you have three duplicates, you must roll a six or higher to change the attacks. Oh, I guess I roll a d20. If there's three left, then I have to get a six or higher. If there's two left, I have to roll an eight or higher. And with one left, I have to roll an 11 or higher. So basically I roll a d20 when an attack hits to determine whether or not it actually hits and destroys one of my duplicates. Um, A duplicate's AC equals 10 plus my dexterity modifier, which is two. So my duplicate's AC is gonna be 12. Um, If an attack hits the duplicate, it's immediately destroyed. Um, 
ignores all other effects, and the spell ends if all three duplicates are destroyed. Okay. All right. So. So the Minotaur will uh, will swing wildly with his with his great axe, and um, so nineteen. Um, you want to roll to see which I'm hitting? Yeah. Yes. So let me roll that d20, and I rolled a six. So I think that's what I have to roll. I'm gonna. Yeah, check. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for, you for you destroy three. one of my duplicates. I have two left. Okay. Yeah. The, the the magic just poofs out as his his axe goes through. It is your turn. All right. I am going to cast magic missile at second level. Okay. Um, so that's four, four, yeah, four missiles, five, yeah, five and and two. So that's 16. Very nice. All right. Um, again, the Minotaur raises, uh, raises the hand and fires, um, uh, uh, fires her lightning, but this time he's targeting all three. All three of you. And so I guess you can roll a deck save for each one. Okay. And then any any of that any of that fail will figure out if it was you or somebody else. Um Okay. Alright, so the first roll I got a fourteen and a twelve and, and an eight. Decks. Okay, so two two failed. So uh do you wanna roll D twenty for those two to see if it hit you or Yeah. Okay, I rolled a 14. I don't remember what the thresholds are. Let me look. I have to roll at least a... With two or more, I have What's to roll an eight. Eight, eight or so, better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So just roll it twice and we'll... Well, I mean, if the first one hits you, then obviously the second one won't. Um, eight and you a nine. So I... No, so I had to roll an eight the first time, and I, I did. Right. I rolled a 14 or something. And so then I rolled for the second one, and the second one well, hit me because I rolled no, no, less no. than 11. Well, no, 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 because it like they're targeting all of you at the same time, and so it'd be the same roll. So it knocked out the other two. Oh, oh, okay. So all right, okay. So I didn't get hit. My duplicates are gone. Right, but your duplicates oh, are gone. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay, and so uh, it uh, uh, it turns invisible again. So roll, okay, roll I will wisdom. Make my... Yeah. What was that? That was sixteen. I uh, rolled a seven. Seven. Okay. You're coming around a corner and you feel it scrape, uh, scrape you, and you realize, oh, that was a needle and that was probably poison. As, oh as no! You're going, uh, con save thirteen. Con save. Uh, that's a twenty-two. Okay, yeah, it, you're, it, and it just like it, yeah, you're able to just blow through that, um, through that easily. Um, the uh, it it as you're looking at that it 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 steps from around the corner and swings at you um, with an eight is going to I'm assuming is going to miss so it is your turn. that is going to miss and and I'm going to cast a mirror image one more time okay so I have three duplicates again all right it um it liked it liked the lightning thing last time. Uh, it, 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 it realized that, you know, it can get, uh, it can get several of them at once. And so he can target three creatures with the hurl lightning. 
Um, okay. So let's uh, let's roll dex saves for three. The the DC is fourteen for dex. Okay. All right. So that first one is a nineteen. All right. The second one is a seven. But can I use a destiny point to auto save? Wow. In, in battle. Can I do I mean, that? Sure. Yeah, you're gonna auto save for an illusion. That's yeah. I am. I am. So because it's only the move, second cotton. roll. That's... I don't want to. I don't want to lose two illusions in one hit again. So we'll move cotton. We'll see if it works out for you. <laughs> um, and then that second roll is also a 19. So okay. So that's like three all successes. Four, all four of you like dodge like as they're going by <laughs> and manage to. Uh, uh, simultaneously dodge all of them. It is your turn. All right, I am going to cast Firebolt. Um, does a 12 hit him? No. Okay. You can use one of those to auto crit. Oh. Um, <laughs> Just yeah, might as well. You can dodge I three simultaneous well. lightning bolts. You can <laughs> dodge a ball. You can dodge a ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I think I will blow one to auto crit. That's so that leaves me with one destiny point left. Uh, All right. I will do that. So it's just a one d ten, but I guess since I crit, I, it's just a second d ten. So uh, yeah. total total is sixteen. Very nice. Okay. Um, I already used my inspiration, Gem's friend, but but good looking out. <laughs> uh. The uh, the Minotaur swings uh, swings his axe in frustration and misses uh, with a net one, but um, then uh, then disappears. Uh, go ahead and roll that uh, roll that wisdom. Fourteen. Okay. Um, DC was sixteen. You turn into this into this corridor, and there's several statues uh, along the side of. Minotaurs, and as you're scurrying forward, one of them opens its mouth and just billows out flame. Give me a, D a DC 13 deck save. Ouch, that's a seven. Okay, you take um, uh, seven fire damage. Okay. And um, or do I all of them? Actually, all of them. Oh, everybody. Yeah, don't don't take the damage yet. We'll we'll figure out who it hits. Um, okay. That's a good point. We yeah we'll, we'll but yeah give yeah do deck saves on everybody. Okay. The second roll is an eleven. Wow, dang! The third roll is a ten. This the the fire is really is really what's gonna get me here. That, that that's that's four fails. That's four, four fails. fails. Okay. All mm -hmm. of your illusions just out, and you get hit by the seven. Uh, seven fire damage. All right. As you're, as you're, as you're smarting from that, um, it's coming back uh, and charges down, uh, charges down the hallway uh, with an attempt to uh, stab you with these, with these horny worms and does a 19 hit. Yeah, 19 hits. Okay. It, uh, it pushes you into the wall and you take eight piercing damage. Um, it, uh, you, uh, as he's pushing you, uh, you do a strength save to get, see if you can get out of it. Okay. 
13? 13 is not going to make it, and it, it, it just pushes you into the, into the back wall. And as it pushes you, take an additional nine bludgeoning damage. Ooh, and that's going to kill me. Okay. Burn, a, uh, burn a point, and you have ten hit points. Okay, and that is my last destiny point, so... Yep. It is, uh, it's your mm-hmm. if, if it helps, he's looking bad. That does help. Thank you. <laughs> um, Things are not going well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not down yet. Um, all right, well, we are going to cast Firebolt. Uh, does a 22 hit him? For eight. Yes. Um, he turns back into Presley as he dies and I walk over to him and I just like blow a raspberry at him as I like watch him fade away. (laughs) The whole scene, the whole scene dissolves away and you are at the top of the spiraling staircase, the black stone staircase. The door to the testing grounds shut behind you. Slowly you descend the stairs. On your right, large painted portraits hang at even intervals, portraying past mages of high sorcery. Some expressions uh, expressions are haunted, while others beam with pride or curl, a smile suggesting a secret only they know. The last painting depicts you as you look now. What is the expression you have? I have a great big smile on my face because I absolutely thought I was going to die for not the first time in my life. And I made it. <laughs> Meanwhile, nearer to Kalaman, a battle continues to rage. All right. What, what, what is Tim going to do? Uh, hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Against which one? Uh, whoever's closest, probably. Uh, I guess this. Am I clicked here? Can I click? There it is. This guy. Okay. Can can she can she even hit here? Um, the crane's kind of in the way. Yeah. She maybe she need to move. Like something like this. Sure. All right. Okay. So Tim scurries to the north to try to. Uh, Get range and pulls back the 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 hoop pack plus four to hit uh, six. Okay, that misses and it uh, and it uh, breaks a little window <laughs> in the house. Nice. Hey, 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 hey! Careful, 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 careful! And and then uh, the taunt will be at the same goblin. And uh, next time that window will be you. <laughs> uh, and I guess All right, uh, he fails that. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so he's going to get disadvantage. Griffin. Griffin will charge forward uh, towards the hobgoblin, trying to address the most prominent threat and swing his halberd. All right. Oh, goodness gracious. For a 24, and I just 24 rolled... 24 to hit? A, well, yeah. Okay. I just rolled another one on accident. Uh, 24, yep. 
and a whopping six points of uh, slashing damage. All right. And let me actually make that a distracting or a strike to help me out for the okay. next one. Uh, so I'll throw on another eight points of damage. Okay. He he crumples. Nice. Again, probably with squirting blood. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's my turn. <clears throat> All right, Gimpleton. Uh The spiritual weapon will attack this guy. Yeah. Uh, for 15 to hit. 15 does hit, barely. All right. And it does 10 damage. 10 damage will take, take out that goblin. Okay. And then it will... Okay, um, it says it can move and then attack. Could it instead attack and then move? Sure. Okay, then it will move, let's see, to here. Okay. Uh, On the back side of the house. Yeah, right here. And then I right. will run. Let's see. I'm going to come stand in this window to keep anything from coming out. Okay, that's a long way. Uh, it uses my action and my movement. So I can... Oh, okay. Of, All right, you dashed. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you came came back around and uh, and passed Tatina to that window that she had right. come out of earlier. And as I pass her, I'll say, "Stay back." Okay. <laughs> Wait, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Thank you. Um, I guess I'm gonna move down a little bit so I get better sight of this guy. I'm gonna shoot at him. Seventeen. Oh yeah, that'll hit. Nine damage. Nine damage takes this goblin out. There's a thunk uh, th that arrow lands and just kind of knocks him backwards, and he flings his scimitar in the air, and it comes sticking straight up in the ground. Griffin flinches as that. Arrow comes sipping over his shoulder. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like the arrow yeah. comes over his shoulder, and then the scimitar comes like swinging around his head. He's like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that goblin uh, on the inside comes up and is surprised to see Gimpleton there, um, but uh, uh, it manages to swing in anyways with 11 to hit. That's a miss. Okay. There's one goblin behind him, but it's kind of blocked by the window. Another one, um, uh, the the other one that was with him sees, you know, all, all the other goblins falling out front. And so he comes, uh, comes that way and shoots his short bolt at Griffith for 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. All right. That's eight piercing damage. All right. Zarah. Okay. What is this thing right here? That seems to be a metal uh, sealed door going underground. So I can see over the top of it? Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna attack. Okay. Sneak attack. Two. So, and then. Did you say two? Oh my. Nine. Okay, 
Yeah, the uh, that arrow thunks into the wall behind the goblin. Anything else? Okay. I think I'm going to maybe move over, uh, sneak over here. Is there a tree right here? Um, not really. That's just kind of taller grass. I'm gonna say I'm gonna stay put. Like belly crawl over there. <laughs> I guess I could. Yeah. Seems like some kind of shrubbery going on. I'm just gonna stay put. Okay. I like that you, your stealth roll is so high that I'm certain that Griffin saw you at the beginning of the fight run away and hasn't seen you since. <laughs> I've been waiting to shoot some of you. you guys keep picking them off. And then I just, the first time I shot, I, yeah, anyway, I'm embarrassed. You broke another window. The worst, I think you took one out. The worst assassin. Uh, Tatina. All right, I want to come over here. Can I use this crane? How? Yeah. What are you going to do like, with it? So, does the crane... Oh, I don't think it can reach this one here. It can extend out, okay. yeah. Okay, that's so what you I want to like, do. Like, I want to swing it and hit grab the guy it with it? No, I want to oh. like like a claw machine. Like, pick claw him machine. up and okay. drop him <laughs> and try to give him, like, fall damage. <laughs> All right. All let's, roll a, let's roll a dex roll on that. And, uh, All right. Um... We'll, we'll just use his armor class against that. Okay. Did that actually roll? It did. Um, I So I rolled a seven. I don't. I get a okay. plus zero with my dex rolls. So this is still the same round where an arrow just flew over Griffith's head, a scimitar <laughs> swung around, and now this crane is like, he's underneath it, and this crane is... And he's like, what? Like, uh, really this quickly, is the worst too. place to be. And this claw comes around and tries to grab this goblin. And this goblin like ducks down and tries to hit it with the scimitar, uh, but uh, manages to get underneath it. And it is Tim's turn. Uh, I think Tim would move over to uh, Titania or whatever. I don't know. Tatina. The gnome, Tatina. And, hey, are you are you the bag? We're here to save you. <laughs> I reach over and I try to grab the, 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 the Fargab out of Tim's hands. <laughs> with, with, actually, with, with both Fargabs right next to each other, they're like sque- <laughs> screeching. <laughs> <laughs> the feedback. Right. <laughs> And uh, I think Tim is pretty distracted by, uh, you know, oh, we're here to save you, and, and uh, doesn't see immediately any more enemies. So that would be Tim's turn. We're just struggling over the bag at this point. Yeah. Uh, Griffin, it is your turn. Griffin will continue to advance and say you should have run when you had a chance. And no, I didn't know that to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Twenty uh, sloppy Joe. Oh yeah, uh, of course. For eight points of slashing damage. The goblin. The goblin goes down. 
the goblin who has dodged an arrow, <laughs> dodged the crane machine, doesn't dodge the halberd. <laughs> Griffin might have stumbled forward and accidentally <laughs> slashed that <laughs> goblin and trying to avoid all of the arrow and the crane right. and the falling scimitars just sort of blindly rushing away from all the chaos. And, uh, yep. Alright, Jimbleton. Uh, I would... I would like to duck and let the spiritual weapon attack this goblin in front of me. All right. Uh, 11. 11 is not going to do it. Yeah. Can it move past the goblin? Uh, sh- mm, no, not, yeah, not through, not through enemies. Okay. Then I'll have it just like move back where it was. So it's not floating above my head. And, okay. uh, I'll just try to bonk the goblin with my mace of d- disruption. Yeah. I rolled a 10. 10 was not going to work. This window is really, you know, messing me up. Yeah. You know, I just like yeah, hit the like, wall. Like, oh. <laughs> exactly. You're like, <laughs> gosh. It's probably Green, it is your turn. Um... So I don't see any enemies from where I'm standing. <laughs> you hear, you think- hear Jimbleton like banging the mace on the back, but yeah, <laughs> the, you don't actually see any enemies because the last two are inside. Yeah, so I'm just going to move that way since I hear, so I'm going to move over here to stand next to making my way that way. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's my turn. Okay. The goblin swings, kind of comes out the window and tries to stab down at Jimbleton with a 17 to hit. Uh, That hits. All right, for three damage. Okay. And the other one can't really get anywhere through the window, and so it is Zara's turn. I can't go much further than that. No, not this turn. Okay. I guess I'll use my. You can uh, you can um, dash. Yeah, I won't be able to hide though, but I won't need it because he's if if. Can I see through this? This door is open right here, and this door is open right here. So if you can manage to, like, I don't know how, how far that was. A... Yeah. Uh. Wait. Can you do something this turn? Since you I can't. But how to use? I need, how to use all my movement to get here? Forty. So I can probably get on ten feet, right? Can your can your cunning action like does that include dashing? Uh, yes, it does. Okay, so you could have done that as cunning action in in your movement and still have an action left. Okay, so. Griffin sees sees Zeroth for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, run away. I thought she left. <laughs> I'm here. All will be well. And I'm going to attack with my short bow. 25. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. The first closest guy to me. Five. And then sneak attack damage. Doesn't that give extra damage or something? 2d6. I don't know, don't think it's a sneak, sneak attack, but you got five. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all if right. there's an enemy um, within five feet of it, doesn't he get sneak attack for that? Yeah, I do. I think. Well, that's unless we don't. 
Well, there's kind the wall. Of, I mean, that's okay. a window, right? He can't. He, they can't hit each other from there. I see. Okay. So yeah, they're not engaged. They have so to be engaged. engaged. Right. Okay. Right. 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 Okay. So yeah, I think it was how much was that? Five. It's five damage. Okay. Yeah, that arrow sticks him. Uh, sticks it from behind, and he goes in Ow. his booty. In his, in his booty. <laughs> I saw your booty and I struck him with an arrow. <laughs> to Tina. Is there a um where this are is, the this windows? Is where, this, this is where Tatina like like uh picks up like this remote uh remote detonator and <laughs> yeah, clicks it and the entire house just blows up. <laughs> like no one was no. in there, right? No, where are the windows? Are there any windows like on this side of the house that I'm facing? No. Dang. So, okay. so yeah, like so, like there's uh, on the side of the house you are. There's a pantry here which wouldn't have a window, and there's no, the oven the is on this side oh, of the house, oven. and so uh, yeah, the fire, yeah, is, I mean, the fireplace oven. Would uh, this? What is this like a hatch into like an underground? What is that? Uh, I don't know what's down there. Uh, um, I don't really know what. Let's see. Okay, I guess I'm just going to also dash because I. I oh, how far can I go? Basket. Okay, I can make it if I dash. I can make it to like right. In, oops. To like right inside. Is this the door? Yeah. Okay, I can make it to like right inside the door. Okay. All right, that's what I'll do. Oh, can I can I roll something to see if I'm able to snatch my Fargab out of Ten's hands? Uh, sure. Um, contested Dex rolls. Uh, yeah, contested Dex, or you can use sleight of hand, or you can use athletics. It's, she has plus zero in like everything, so I'm just just gonna roll a d20, and I only rolled a two, so. <laughs> I'll just roll. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tim. All right. So Tim still has it. <laughs> so what's Tim doing? She'll come up here. Oops. Uh, that's thirty feet. If she can move through the tree, I'm assuming it's just like yeah. a trunk in the middle. Right. Yeah. And then uh, can she shoot past me through the window, or is that going to be obstructed? No, that's fine. Then hoopla! I, I do imagine that as she's going, she's uh, she's saying, um, you know. Well, I thought about following you, the you know backpack lady, um, but I realized that I can keep talking to you as I go over here. Hold on. That's right. Oh, that's exactly what where, happened. Where did you even find it? I've been looking at for this for ages, but I knew a Kinder stole it. I knew a Kinder stole it. So you? Where did you find it? Uh. Uh, plus four. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. Yeah, twenty-two one? to hit. Which one were you shooting? Uh, just the one in the window. Okay. All right. Roll one d four plus two. Uh, six. Six. That uh, uh, that rock like pops him in the eye, and he goes, "Ow!" <laughs> Griffin. Is this a uh, right here a window or something that, is that a I window, can yes. conceivably go through? Okay. That's the kitchen window. You're on the south side of the building, and and yeah, you can jump through there. Okay, would that slow me down at all? Or 
just normal move through it. That one square would be um, rough terrain. Okay. So just take an extra five feet right there. Okay, so five, fifteen, and uh, from from the other room, uh, Tatina hears your window break. <laughs> by the way, by the way, a little alarm sounds. <laughs> and I imagine because I'm also in armor that this was not graceful. No. <laughs> 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 Tony. I promise. Endless. Well, someday it might hurt you. It might hurt you, but I don't mean for it to hurt you. Be careful. <laughs> Thirty. Uh, okay, and I'm not within range to do anything useful unless somehow I could snake my poke my halberd through there because it does have reach. But oh, I'll leave that. Your I'll leave that I, at your discretion. I'll say, I'll say yes at disadvantage. Okay. All right. I will roll twice. Whoops. That's the damage. Sorry. Uh, that's a natural 20 and a 12 to hit. No, it gets caught like in the, in between the two doorways, it rattles through and, uh, and misses. (laughs) Jimbleton. Like both of these goblins have like two hit points left. I know. That's why I was trying such a hard time. (laughs) So, um, oh yeah, I'm going to say to the the goblin that said ow you said that in common and then try to bonk <laughs> it with my mace of disruption <laughs> i rolled an eight to hit and so as i hit the wall again and i'm like oh yeah there's a wall there um i'm gonna duck and let the uh spiritual weapon try to hit this goblin okay uh, 22 to hit Yay! All right, that goblin died. <laughs> we got one. Uh, and then I'll just stand back up. Ten damage okay. again, man. My spiritual weapon just like all your, your spiritual weapon ten is damages. ripping these things apart. Yeah. Uh, Rowena. Um, I guess I'm gonna move. Everybody else is heading that way, so I'm gonna move. <laughs> this poor goblin. <laughs> Here. Oh, we should capture him and ask him where the army is. Ooh, yeah. You should yell that out so he hears it. <laughs> we should capture him so we can find out where his army is. Anything else, Rowena? Um, I am not facing a window, am I? No. That's just the wall. Okay, yeah, that's... that's- Okay, this goblin gets startled and like tries to run out and runs around the corner and into this guy wearing armor and like face plants into the into the sword emblem on the, on the chest <laughs> and then um, uh, hurriedly tries to take a swing at you with a thirteen hit. It will not. Okay. I thought Drop you had, just had pity on us and you were like, and then the goblin runs into the sword and uh, yeah, that's what I thought too. The goblin grabs the halberd and like wedges it in the corner and then jumps on it. Sarah, <laughs> do something with this goblin. Twenty to hit. Yeah, all right, he's dead. <laughs> okay. I don't want to kill him. I was trying to shoot him like. 
just tried like to blow his knock jugular. him out with an arrow. <laughs> a cough shot down in the corner of his shirt. Uh, shot the arrow I'm going to pin him to the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, the goblins are dead. Oh, thank you guys so, 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 so much. It took you long enough to get here. How are you guys from here? I've never seen you guys around town before. Where are you guys from? Oh, well, we're refugees ourselves. Like these goblins we've kissed, killed. <laughs> refugees are from there. Uh, <laughs> Griffin says, too melancholic. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim says, um, uh, Melon, they're calling you. That's why they call it Melon. Call it. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go like this. Like, you know, we just victory in battle, right? Melancholy. <laughs> <laughs> we've just, we've just come from Vogler. Uh, it's been overthrown by goblins and these actually foes that are similar to these it seems like that have been oppressing this land why have you called us other than the I obvious help. i needed help i was i was i was overrun and I, I probably could have had it but i really thank you guys for coming it's really distressing news i are they are, are is everybody here safe what about the town is the town in danger town is i'm afraid in grave danger well, we gotta get back we gotta help it might actually be a safer place for you to go, though. It, yes. You're a little exposed sure, to yes. outside the walls. Let me just gather up my stuff. I have so many things that could be so, so helpful. Let me, just, let me just gather up my stuff. And then I start, like, I have this big bag, and I start, like, putting, like, throwing trinkets into it. <laughs> I imagine, like, the the gnome version of, like, a bag of holding is is just some sort of like weird Ikea storage thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. with like all these hidden compartments that like everything fits in so really nicely. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a box about this big. And right. there's, you know, and like a drawer here, a drawer here. It comes out from the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. I'm going to um, lean over to Tam and say, what language is that little guy speaking? Melon? I guess. Melon speaks dragon, but I don't speak dragon. Do you speak dragon? Mm, I don't think so. No. Uh, I now think that the gnome is speaking draconic, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so when you try to talk with a draconic character later in the game, you're just going to talk really fast? <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't know that he's talking fast. I just don't understand it. <laughs> I was uh, expecting the answer to be common, and then I was going to ask if he's speaking in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Tatina uh, gathers her stuff, and um, and y'all head back uh, back to town. Um, I uh, the. Uh, the the gnomish bag of holding um sprouting legs and walking behind you uh, nice. awkwardly 
and um like one of the reach- legs is broken it, ha- it like walks with a limp <laughs> it's like yeah it's like it's like one of the carts at at the grocery store where, where inevitably oh, no. that one spinny <laughs> i had that one today <laughs> i had it just a few hours ago when the, when the alarm went off on that window the one leg stopped working <laughs> yes, yeah. oh, proximity alert yeah <laughs> Dragonlance The Thorns of War is based on the adventures Dragonlance Shadows of the Dragon Queen from Wizards of the Coast and The Test of High Sorcery by Jonathan Fry and Kiana Shaw. We stream this game on the third Sunday of each month at twitch.tv slash technofunkborn. Theme song by the Technofunkborn featuring Blue Velvet. Thanks to Sirenscape for the amazing atmosphere and other music. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to use them at your gaming table. The Thorns of War is part of the Play Well Network, where you've just been poked. Real quick, before we begin, we have started up a Patreon page at patreon.com slash technofunkboy for both Dragonlance, The Thorns of War, and Mont Blanc's Hunters, our Final Fantasy-themed tabletop role-playing game. You can find this at patreon.com slash technofunkboy, and you'll get the episodes a week early, as well as some behind-the-scenes features. Thank you, and on with the show. <laughs>